Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Beer and Biceps. Mark um, two, I'd say. Mark two, yeah, due to technical difficulties. Technical di- difficulties just makes it sound like I haven't just had a full-blown tantrum yeah. lying on the floor There's screaming. There's a, a lot of blood everywhere. Um, <laughs> Some of it us. <laughs> uh, so, yes, my name is Todd, and this is, as he is drinking his beer... Matt Smith, Matt. which was the same in the last episode. It was. A bit of continuity, See? I like this. Okay, I should drink more. <laughs> the ecstasy, <laughs> raging alcoholism <laughs> is, is our thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so welcome to episode four. Um, today uh, we are going. Oh no, no, sorry. My first important question before anything should even be considered. How's it going, Matt? Yeah, fine. Um, as we've already done one podcast today, which yeah. got interrupted and ruined. That's not great. No. But the the opportunity to deliver a brand new podcast yeah. is actually kind of exciting. <laughs> Fresh with ideas, we <laughs> I'll are. I'll try and make that sound a lot more believable. It's exciting! <laughs> it is exciting! Um, so today, we are going to be talking about training programmes, uh, or the training programme and the um, the benefit of actually kind of going into a gym and, and with an actual strategy, plan. Yeah. So, um, there's kind of two ways that I think about this. Yeah. Um, there is a definite benefit to having a proper well-designed training program, which is why I was a personal trainer for so long. Because I, yeah. That's what I was good at, was yeah. creating programs with short, long-term goals, which we talked about in the last couple of weeks, um, and making the program fit your specific needs mm. and what you've got available to you. If you just download a program off bodybuilding.com, it's not going to be specific to your needs. You might not have the right exercises. There are benefits to doing it. On the other hand, you don't want to be spending your entire time trying to create the perfect program because any program is better than no program yeah so make sure that you've got a program but don't spend forever on it don't worry about it it's better to have even a simple thing um i read a quote today which was saying that um there was an entrepreneurial quote i don't know why i was reading it (laughs) (laughs) but he was saying that um, a lot of people think that it's um you need motivation to get started, yeah. but actually, it's getting started is what gives you the motivation to continue. Oh, he just turned the, the words yeah, around the other way. And, simple oh. copy and paste, really. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good point because totally. um, take this podcast. Yeah. We could have tried to create the perfect podcast, but actually, we just went straight on it, and our first one was absolute cash. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we redid it and, and that motivated us to then get yeah. better at but, doing um, Yeah, we smashed it. And then our first video... And now we are generally doing the greatest podcast of all time. Yeah. It's just amazing. <laughs> We're going to say that and everyone's going to think you're joking but it is. Really, really I is. Mean, I don't know how many I mean, podcasts I'm, you listen to. Like every single one of them. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I think I've got a good indicator of what makes a good and bad podcast. <laughs> and we are copying all of them. <laughs> So we're going to be talking take training programs exactly as Matt has just said there. Um, I'm going to share with you some very good experiences when we had our first gym session this week. Yeah, good, good experience, was it? It, it was an experience, is what I will say. Um, pain-wise, oh, I'll go into it in a second. Um, and also, we're going to be drinking a lovely Erdinger, a vice spear, uh, from the Bavarian countryside. <laughs> Mountain scope. I mean... What what shocks me is you actually researched this. Yes. 
Yeah, I'd say countryside. Why not? Who cares? Then I'm going to check. Exactly, he's going to check. <laughs> Send your Wikipedia away. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, so we've got. Which all... I definitely think should get credit for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we know we do have all of that to cover today. So, um, I should, I'm should. i going to start with the gym session. Um, because I've been in a lot of pain over the last four to five days, and I feel that everybody listening to this should share in that pain. Yeah. They it, should experience it for themselves as well. Like that, 100%. That's kind of the point of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Sharing the pain. Because it kind of <laughs> has two flip sides. One, we went to the gym and we did a full workout and my body has been paying for it for the last three to four days. But on the flip side for it, I'm really, really glad I did it because that was like first hurdle. Do you know what I mean? I was I was very pleased that neither of us cancelled it. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because In fact, I'm, yeah, I've... The whole approach we've had to this is we've actually done the things we've said we're going yeah. to do, yeah. which I think I wish all of my life had been like yeah. that. Because <laughs> my to-do list has got stuff from 2008 on it. But what it's come from is the help of our previous episode when we were talking about goal setting, and that's why I say to me is a very, very key point that, that people should have for it. And even if it is those little goals, like two of my big goals were just getting to a gym, signing up to a gym and going to it on one week, because I've been putting that off for, you know, you know, you have those times like during the week you think, oh, I could, you know, I could go today, or, you know, why, yeah. why don't I let's jump in, but actually, nah, I'd rather not, whereas actually by doing this, so I kind of said to myself, these are my goals, I'm gonna, I need to buy some running shoes, and, I, and I've bought those running shoes, and it was literally down the road from where I work, do you know what I mean, got and bought them, and now I can actually go into a gym, I can go for a run if I wanted to, um, and that's just setting myself a small goal, which I've now tipped in a gym, yeah. which has gone on hugely. So. And that's another thing which you haven't really touched on, is the importance of um, continually updating those goals. Totally. Because, as you said, you could go for a run today, mm. but you didn't because it wasn't written down to do it. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, once this podcast is finished, we're going to be hashing out what dates we're going to go to the gym. <laughs> I think you said we're going for a run. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> We're already one Erdinger and one emergency Erdinger in. That's, that run would be pretty spectacular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, I don't really think my legs would be worth it because I'm dealing with horrific... When I say horrific, the first two days of muscle pain was like... Ah, oh, like killer. But um, I seem to be on the hill now. And yeah, like I said, we're going to be going to the gym again. Yay! Right, once more we're feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yay! Yeah, I know, seriously, then. My, my legs hurt, my arms hurt, my body hurts. Um, but we, we did good. So what did, what did we do at the gym, Matt? What did we actually do? Yeah, so um, it was a bit weird redoing this because of the bloody lost podcast. Yeah. But, um, but you can hear great moments of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> um, th- there is a video on Facebook of most of this. Yes. There's no reason not to go into it again, is there? Oh, um, yeah, totally. I basically copied a program from Brad Schoenfield, who is a strength and conditioning coach, who is published in a lot of uh, journal articles. He's he's fantastic, really. Um, we love you, Brad. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell was that? <laughs> um, and he wrote a book which was designed to get you into shape for 12 weeks. Yeah. So um, instead of creating my own program, I decided I'd follow somebody else's. Um, I adapted it slightly to fit... Uh, Todd's goals and my own goals, mm-hmm. um, which means I changed like two <laughs> two exercises. Yeah, um, I added in a 
uh, face pulls, which will help with posture, which he didn't have anything on. Um, and I changed uh, seated leg curls to lying leg curls. Um, incidentally, we didn't manage either of those. That's <laughs> so, gladly. But, um, the program is uh, high rep and involves compound movements. So a compound movement would be any exercise which involves more than one muscle group or more than one uh, joint. So, mm. um, like for example, a squat works the quadriceps, hamstrings, glutes, um, lower back, abs to a certain extent, even your upper back uh, muscles, you know, so there's a lot of muscles, yeah. compare it to a um, isolation movement like a leg extension where you just working bring legs. your leg out, yeah. yeah, it's just working your quadriceps. Yeah. So um, the more exercises you've got that work multiple muscles, the more calories you're going to burn, um, and also it's just better movement-wise to be working with lots of muscles at one go. So what we're saying is the squats is the main reason why my entire body is in pain. I'd say the main reason is inactivity for four <laughs> years. I mean, that's neither here nor there. We don't know that. <laughs> but yes, I mean, that could be anything. <laughs> we're looking at short-term problems, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> squats, squats would have been what killed you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did a bit of a... And then, sorry, you mentioned there about reps work there, so we did... Oh, yeah, so it was, uh, it was high reps. Yeah. Um, there's lots of reasons for that. Um, they're very good for building up muscular endurance and helping... There have actually been uh, studies have shown that it helps with hypertrophy, which is building muscle growth. Okay. There used to be, be a belief that you had to hit between 8 to 12 reps in mm -hmm. a set to get uh, hypertrophy, but um, recent studies, which yeah. I'm not going to cite because I can't remember them, yeah. have shown that um, hypertrophy can occur at really high reps as well. So that's kind of the thinking behind this, um, but it's Brad's thinking, not mine. I yeah. just nicked it shamelessly. <laughs> But now you're being honest about it, which is the yeah, main thing. So, so, but, so we, did, we were doing um, three sets of 15 to 20 reps. So we were um, doing certain exercises 15 to 20 times, three times. Yeah. Pretty, pretty And um, by the way, this whole... We're going to put our training program up. Uh, slightly changed so that it's actually... I'm not just copying yeah, Brad's program. Totally. It's, it's going to be something a little bit different but the the principles are the same yeah uh, three sets 15 20 reps and um multiple muscles worked compound movements we'll put that up on my website personaltrainingbymat.com and we will possibly put it up on instagram if i can work out how yeah we'll do it on facebook um beer and biceps beer and biceps and we'll do it on twitter which is beer and biceps pod at beer and biceps pod yeah. Much better. Mm. <laughs> um, so you can give that a go. You can train. You can work out with us. Um, that's kind of what we want to get out of this. Yeah, really. totally. we, want, we want not just us to be getting back into shape, but you guys too. Like, if yeah. you follow this on a week to week basis, you will get fucking ripped. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, but that, 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 like I said, that is the whole point of it. I have, episode one was me as a person hasn't gone to the gym for four years. We're four yeah. episodes in now. I've gone to the gym. Yeah, so hopefully we've, in like we've episode... gone over goal setting, so you can set yeah. your own goals. We've yeah. gone over choosing a gym. You can do yeah. that. Um, buying running shoes. It doesn't matter as long as they're comfy. Yeah. Then we've um, sorted out a training program, which you can check online. But also, yeah. you could just use what I've just said to create yeah. your own one. Totally. Right. Find out what a compound movement is: squat, bench press, pull up. Lap pull down, yeah. technically. Yeah. <laughs> um, bent over row, yeah. um, deadlift, loads of exercises, and create your own program based yeah. on that. Then throughout the rest of the series, we will be, again, taking yeah. you down the exact training we're going. And again, as I would say, even if any of those types of things sound scary to you and you have no idea what they mean, 
just ask us. Like, uh, you know, please. Matt is a fitness I, expert. I don't think we could have set up more social media tra- yeah, exactly. uh, avenues for you to contact us. Totally, yeah, yeah. And we want you to like all of them. Exactly, that's it. And you can even visit my MySpace page. No, 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 I don't have a MySpace page for this. Come to our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send, a, send a carrier pigeon. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, no, Todd no, will no. learn Braille if he thinks it helps. <laughs> but I don't know why it would. <laughs> um, no, so that yeah, that so that's kind of like the training program that we're saying then to kind of um, follow and and kind of go with. Um, so yeah, yeah, like you said, everything that you literally just mentioned. Um, but Matthew, I've got some questions for you. Three. So we've again we put this out there to people and just said if anybody's got some questions for us, um, we're happy to answer as we have just said there. Um, and this one comes from Sammy. Um, Craving so, results author. Um, yeah. If you've ever if you've been reading my blog, which statistically you haven't, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sammy was um, my client for years until I quit personal training. Yeah. Not based on her, she was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, she would write a weekly blog post about her experiences doing it, and they were very good. Mm. And they got a lot more um, social love than most of mine did, which I was incredibly bitter about, and that's why I really quit personal training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so absolutely fantastic client, and hopefully, if I can guilt trip her into it, she will be starting that up again soon. Excellent. Yeah. Well, she asks a couple of questions here and the first one that we are going to ask you Matthew is what do you think is more important uh, dieting or exercise what do you think is more important a diet or exercise well I think the, the proper answer to that is both um, and stop trying to stop <laughs> <laughs> trying to do one and not yeah, the other it's, um, but to answer the question if you are looking to improve your health I would say that diet is marginally more important mm. um, just because like all the vitamins and minerals and just basic nutrients, you can also maintain your weight and you can avoid heart disease and all that sort of stuff just through diet. So if you had yeah. a really, really good diet, you could probably get away with not exercising as much. Um, on the other hand, if you were looking to look really good, like really good body composition, I would say that exercise is more important. Mm. Um, there is a fallacy that um, you can't out-train a bad diet. And whilst I think that there, there are elements of truth to that, yes, you fucking can. I have mm. seen it. I have seen people with terrible diets who are in good shape because they live in the gym. Yeah. Um, is it like the um, Ricky Hatton thing? Like, for example, when, like, I, I see his diet when he's boxing and, like... I don't know if his diet would be the same through both. No. But definitely, yeah. But, but, like, yeah. you look at him, him he was a guy who eats, like... Prince Nassim, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, but I remember reading his thing, and he's, like, he drinks, like, again, when he's off training, he drinks yeah. about, like, 10 to 15 pints a day, um, like, fry up in the morning, like, proper yeah. big fry up, burgers and chips, all that type of stuff when he's off, and then kind of switches it where you want. But almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Even when you've had... I think he, he was... Yeah, and, and you know it's like um, people who are like properly training, they're, they're, they're eating like five, 6,000 calories a day and you can't do all that if you're eating clean in giant inverted commas, like, you know, um, you know. But the point is, <laughs> slowly turning back to it, um, do both uh, yeah. because it's a lot easier. Like, it doesn't sound easier, it might sound easier for you to sort of 
compartmentalise it and go, I'm only going to focus on one or the other. Yeah. And you'll get benefits from doing that, but doing both will get you better results quicker. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a no-brainer on that one. Mm-hmm. So, next question. Next question, yes, because you did ask a follow-up question, and the follow-up question is, how important is it when calorie tracking to hit each macro? And I need you to explain what macros are. Right, so there are four macronutrients, um, three of them main ones and one extra. The three main ones are carbohydrates, protein and fat, mm-hmm. and the extra one is alcohol, which um, is what we're <laughs> consuming in this uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's not usually considered, because everyone only talks about the other three, but it should be, I think, because it's a major part of our diet. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um Anyway, uh, yeah, so you've got your three main ones, so protein, fat, and carbohydrates. You've got, um, each one has got a different amount of calories per gram. Yeah. Well, protein and carbohydrates are four calories per gram, and fat is nine calories. Alcohol is seven. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you ate 100 grams of protein, that would be 400 calories. If you ate 100 grams of carbohydrates, 400. Yeah. If you ate 100 grams of fat, 900. So you can already start to see how changing your macros could affect weight loss. Sure. So if you had a diet that consisted of uh, 100 grams of protein, 100 grams of fat, and 100 grams of carbohydrates, and you cut the fat down to 50 grams, uh, you would be saving 450 calories a day. Right. So you can see how manipulating macronutrients can affect uh, weight loss. Yeah. Um, Sam's question was, how important is it to hit each target? Yeah. So... The idea is that whenever I create a program for someone, I always have macro targets, Yeah. if that suits them. Some people, it's just a terrible idea. If, you, if people have had an eating disorder or anything like that, I don't recommend um, calorie or macro tracking at all. It's too much of a head fuck. Mm-hmm. But um, if you are following it, I think that um, protein is the most important one to hit. If you, I think if you're hitting high protein levels, you should be okay. Um, the next one to be paying attention to his fat because it's so easy to go over on it like um, I was saying this in the other podcast that <laughs> it's got fucking ruined yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, people who use um, oil when they're cooking um, like a you know like they say that you use a tablespoon to cook your chicken in yeah. I mean nobody uses just one tablespoon of olive oil to cook chicken in do yeah, they it's no, probably no, no. two three up to five. I and pour it straight. Yeah, in. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, and it's probably about five tablespoons. Um, each tablespoon is about one hundred and twenty calories. Right. Um, so you're talking about six hundred calories. Yeah. Just from oil to, that you put cooking your chicken in. Yeah. And so actually tracking that and going, okay, this is where I'm going wrong. Maybe I should use a cooking spray, which is one calorie per serving. Yeah, <laughs> You've right. just saved yourself six hundred and what five hundred and ninety nine calories. Yeah, from the simplest of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so so paying attention to your fats um, targets mm. is important, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Yeah. Because it's just it's so you can get so messed up on that one, um, and then carbs would be last. But I think that you should probably be paying attention to all of them, but just. It's alright if you're a couple grams out of either one, but don't just be massively off it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't have an extra 400 grams of carbohydrates because you aren't tracking. Mm, mm. You will gain weight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn good question, sir. Well answered <laughs> as well. Have those people thinking that we made her ask them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, but not at all. But as we say, honestly, to anybody, if you do have anything, any questions like that, then, uh, yeah, just ask us. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, Matt's really good at uh, his fitness type stuff. And if, like I said, if you just have questions about random things in your life, I'm, I'm here for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's like, to be fair... Beer-related questions, you would absolutely smash out of the park. You've yeah. already taught me how to pour a wheat beer. Yeah, totally. That's it, exactly. <laughs> By the way, check out our Instagram for my version of pouring a wheat beer versus Todd's, and you'll see why why it is actually worth listening to him. Totally, absolutely. That was... Um, I, I'm trying to think of a, a nice way to say bad. Um, but nice segue into the old beer that we're drinking at the moment. Yes. So we are drinking Erdinger. Um, which is a vice beer. Uh, yeah, and I actually I, I picked this one and then yeah. let Todd do all the research for totally. it. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah like I said, Whilst I, think... I was cursing podcasts <laughs> and Facebook Live videos yeah. and laptops. Well, we kind of promised ourselves to do a bit more research about each beer, and I think I did more in about five minutes than you have the whole week. But. Um, if you'd done it in one minute, it would have been more. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, and one of those things was obviously it being a vice one and the pouring technique for the. Um, Yeast percentage. Incidentally, um, if you check out um, our Facebook group, we will have a video. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking bung it up again. <laughs> we will have a video of how to pour a perfect vice beer. Totally. Um, or just any wheat beer. Yeah. What does vice beer mean, wheat beer? Uh, vice beer means wheat beer. Oh, shit. We'll edit that. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, again, that's on the uh, beer and beer yeah, and biceps. Because right? it's a really good technique and. It's useful, and I really think you should drink this beer, it's fucking awesome. Well, what they say, again, looking into it, because I told you about it, and then you said why, and I couldn't really give you a proper explanation, I just knew that, yeah. like I said, when I was younger, um, I was telling this a bit earlier, when I was younger, my dad brought a home Eight years there. old, yeah. sat on his dad's knee. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dad, I need to know how to pour, <laughs> pour the perfect beer. <laughs> well, you were telling me about how your dad, when like, you were younger, you were just watching wrestling and drinking beer at the age yeah. of, like, 12. <laughs> So my yeah, dad, right. yeah, at a similar age, was bringing back Hoe Garden, <laughs> uh, and we had it Truly like a, enlightened man. a nice Hoe Garden glass, and but it told me that this is the way that you need to pour it, and it was basically pouring most of it in, the yeast at the bottom, you give the bottle a bit of a twirl around, you chuck that back on top, and it gives it, and again, this is what I found out looking into the um, Erdinger website as well, a unique flavour, because you're distributing the yeast from the from all from kind of all parts it definitely of the tasted different yeah and I, I noticed that mm. um i think i realized that i liked it more bland <laughs> but um yeah i, I really could t- tell the difference yeah, which, yeah i was yeah. quite impressed with that no totally it's it's it is, it's a nice beer so a couple of things about erdinger um it was uh it's been around for 130 years don't you know uh, 1886 and also established Franco in the probably would have been on you know yeah so. <laughs> they had to deal with that, guys. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to go through. <laughs> I have no idea what the Franco-Prussian War was. That is so easy to check as well. Plus, when I think about Varia and you're talking about wars, my first thing is not the Franco-Prussian War what they had to deal with. Um, Most controversial war they were ever involved in, my <laughs> Bar none. Bar none. Um, but what they like to do with it, they're saying in here, they're sticking to top plastic top class ingredients and don't want to compromise on the German purity law which again <laughs> I've read into a little bit more and isn't as bad as it sounds the thing <laughs> what they actually want is um, 
blonde hair, yes. <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> but pure ingredients with the things that they say so things like this, you know, um, sausages that they're like renowned for, and um, I don't know what else is Germany. Well, it's beer, isn't it? Basically, beer and sausages are the big things. Fiscal superiority. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and Angela Merkel. If you don't mess on the details, <laughs> but the, these things that they're saying that they want to keep. Pure ingredients, you know what I mean? You don't mess about with it, so... Yeah, and I've kept that for like, hundreds of years. Like, they? Yeah. tons they, they, of stuff. I, yeah, I, yeah. I remember reading that German purity laws is something that's actually yeah. been a, a law that they've yeah. taken seriously for hundreds of years. Yeah, but it's a good... I think it's a, a good idea. I can understand maybe the difference of changing things, but that's why, I don't know, you go to America and you get processed cheese and the things yeah. which happen there, yeah. there where they would be saying, no, it needs Britain, to be the way it like, does. There was a long period where beer was just an absolute joke, and yeah. cider is still a joke. Like, yeah. you know, it's, there's no purity laws on cider, like, no. which is why Strongbow is so... Well, it is, exactly. I mean, that's not cider. Uh, it's not cider at all, but I mean... <laughs> Do you know uh, what I'm saying? I went, I went to a beer festival one, a beer and cider festival, yeah. and I was with um, uh, a couple friends, and... Um, we went up to the cider tent yeah. and uh, he like poured us this proper, you know, West Country cider, yeah. and he was like, "I'm not going to do the accent, but I wish I could." <laughs> but he was like, yeah, yeah. "That boy." <laughs> so it's that kind of embarrassment that was the <laughs> But like he, um, he said like, you know, um, well, the thing about this is, you know, this this isn't your processed crap. Yeah. This is real, you know, made from apples that were grown in my farm. And the girl I was with, like, she took a. He gave us a free pint. Well. Yeah, 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 that's just women get classic, isn't it? Yeah. In beer festivals, that they... not anymore because now it's just like all women drink beer as well. Yeah, but in those days, eight years, eight ago, years ago, <laughs> yeah, um, it was quite rare. Yeah. So like, she was like treated like a goddess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, here, have this free drink, and um, she drank it. Bear in mind, she just got it free. She went, I think I'll stick to the processed crap first. <laughs> So I just immediately took it off her and drank it. It was like, oh, no, this is the best drink ever. But yeah. It was horrible. The damage, <laughs> the damage was done. Yeah. Anyway, purity. Get back to purity it. Purity laws. Yeah, no, there's a couple of things about it as well. Um, but like, sorry, just as I mentioned earlier for you, um, the pouring of the beer gives it its unique flavour. Uh, and it is the world's largest wheat beer brewery. There you go. That's a fact. Factoid. And you know what? I would say... Um, mm. Sorry to interrupt you. That's fine. I've got one more, one more fact. And then then you're not going to get out on. because I've got such a tangent. Uh, no, 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 I'm going to stop you then before you get <laughs> to the tangent. Because my very, very last fact is they do ten different types of beer. They have a vice beer, which you're drinking at the moment. They do a dunkel, which is a dark one. They do a crystal clar, which is crystal clear. They do Ooh. a picantus, <laughs> uh, which I don't know what it is. A liked beer, which is light beer. An Urweiss, which again is another white one. They do a, sh- a Schneeweiss, um, they do an Erdinger Champ, and they do an Alcohol Fry, which is alcohol free. It's actually really good. Um, well, the alcohol free one? Yeah. Have you had it? Yeah, I have. Uh, by accident, as always. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you were going to go for an alcohol free beer, I would definitely go for this. Mm. It's surprisingly good and very easy to mistake. <laughs> and they also do a Fest beer, which they only put out at festivals, like beer festivals. Like Oktoberfest? Like Oktoberfest, which year. you are going to this year. So if you see a Fest beer, Get involved because it's the only time you can really drink it. I won't be able to see anything. <laughs> like to get there early, you've got to get to get a seat. You've got to get there at like nine a.m. Yeah. I don't imagine any good decisions happening when you go to a beer <laughs> festival at nine. <laughs> um, but no, what I was going to say is yeah. um, with beers, like a lot of people don't think that the right glass makes a difference. Yeah. But I really think it does. With we're, well, we're drinking like in, with, in with Belgian beer, beers, and yeah, yeah we're drinking um, uh, wheat beers out of a wheat beer glass, and. I pr- 
promise that if I drank this out of a regular pint glass yeah. or a mug, I would not have enjoyed it half as much. Totally, totally. Well, like I said, when I go back to drinking things like uh, Ho Gardens and things like yeah. that, they're one of the big reasons that I really it, enjoyed it. It annoys me that it's seen as like this snobbish thing. I mean, however accurate that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it does taste differently. Yeah, like, yeah. Even just, rec- like, the thing is, if I drank a Carlsberg out of yeah. a Foster's glass, that would piss me off. Yeah, 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 totally. And I know what you mean. Uh, do you remember, I was thinking back, do you remember where we went to, and, ah, uh, you just come back from Belgium. S- uh, St Albans? Yeah, that's it, we went to yeah, the Weatherspoons. Which, by the way, is one of the best Weatherspoons ever. Incredible, it looks, it looks lovely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, for, for old, a Weatherspoons. Old medieval barn. Yeah, totally. But we went in there, and you just come back from Belgium, and you were telling me all about the amazing Belgian beers. I was being beers. an absolute beer wanker. You were being <laughs> an absolute beer wanker. But it looked over the side and said, oh my god, they've got... And was it a Chimayon? I can't remember it was. Um, yeah, why not? I think it, it, um, no, uh, Duvel. Duvel, yeah, that was that's, that's quite more common. And you saw it, and you went, oh, Duvel one. I was like, I really like that. And then the girl behind the bar went, oh, there you go, yeah, I observed it all. And he said, oh, have you got, like, one of the glasses? And she kind of looked at you as if to say... There's a glass right there. It says Carling on. Where the hell do you want me to get <laughs> But you said, no, no, can I just get, like... And you try to explain what the glass is like. I think I actually like. said Chalice. Yeah. And then waited a heartbeat and said Chalice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she gave... But you, you try to explain it. You said it's, like, it's got, like, a flat like flat bottom and it kind of curves up a little bit, like, n- nearer the top. And she just came back with a San Miguel glass and you were like, is that what you're looking for? And you kind of went, yeah, fine, <laughs> whatever. And then, like, we seemed to support her in there and just, like... Hate yourself for it because uh, yeah, I, I, I hate her. <laughs> Whereas I just had like Devil's Backbone, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. it's a great pub. Like, it is very very good pub. You're in the store. And you know, glass issues aside. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think they should. No, they shouldn't get rewarded for failure. No, no it's a terrible pub, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's the thing with Erdinger. So I, I don't know, what were we saying, tasting notes or, or whatever, what, when would you... Because I'm just trying to, like, I was just saying a bit earlier, I'm trying to figure out when I would drink this beer, because it's a, to me, it's a lighter one. Um, I mean, probably more of an alcohol content, I don't know, but it's lighter, and I'm just trying to think, would I have it in, would I have it on a nice sunny day, or would I have it on a winter's, a winter's morn? Um, I've, I've had it in both. <laughs> What what's the alcohol content, or can we not see that on the bottle? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem to say. Uh... So I'm just gonna go with a lot. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but it's I, all I can explain it as it's actually it's, it's weird that it doesn't have it. Yeah, actually. right. It's quite a refreshing beer, and it does have I would say a unique taste to it if you pour it correctly. Um, like I said, with that extra kind of yeast amount. Five point three percent. Five point three. Quite strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, I've, I've been describing it as a session beer, but any session which had multiple five point three percent would would end badly. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a couple to start off. Or have you noticed that? Though? I've noticed that now that the pub beer selections are so much better. Yeah. Like I'm getting trashed a lot quicker, and I couldn't work it out. I was like, maybe it's just age, and then I'm like, well, actually, these these pints of six point four percent beer are yeah. probably the reason. <laughs> Because when you're like younger and you're drinking like ten pints, it was yeah. only four percent Carlsberg. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is, know your limits <laughs> <laughs> and check the beers first. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but I even check it. I just just process the fact <laughs> that you, they're a lot stronger. Well, I always remember younger going into pubs and thinking like, if I wanted to get drunk quickly with no money, I would just get a pint of Stella because it was the it was a higher no, that was 5%, yeah. Yeah, exactly, that's it. That's low now. Like, yeah. I went to... Um, yeah, when American I was like 16. Festival. Yeah, no, but like, 
I still think of Stunner as strong. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I yeah. went to the American Beer Festival in Bushy, mm. um, and yeah, like every bit, we, we were just drinking halves, but we had about eight halves, which is four pints, and I don't know how I got back home. <laughs> like, yeah. Because they were all 6.5, 6.8%, and it's just, that probably the equivalents are about seven pints. Yeah. Like, they're a lot stronger. <laughs> and not necessarily better either. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, well, the, yes, it's a good beer. If you ever get yourself a chance to find an Erd- Erdinger, I would say it's worth it just for its uniqueness. Oh, it is, it's everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. Tesco's, um, Waitrose. Waitrose, yeah. Waitrose, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's a good one. Um, I did actually have something to clear up because my um, faithful brother, Dan, uh, stopped me um, the other day when we were talking about Steins the other week. Yeah. He says it's two pints. Two pints is the two pints and a third is supposed to be a stein. Damn. So he fact checked us, <laughs> and I think he's right because I rechecked up that fact check and he got it right. So there you go. Just so that you know, a stein is two points and one third. If you listen to last week's Dan, episode, you have one me. That you <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think is there anything else we need to cover today? Well, we looked at we've. Um... Talked about training program. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing next week? Yes. What are we Definitely doing not trying week? to do Facebook Live. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> no, totally. Uh, next week we have planned that we're going to be talking about um, the first kind of training. Oh yeah, just a, re- a review of. Well, it's not your first training week. It's probably going to be the first two weeks. But it will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're just going to do a review of what he's done so far. Well, what we've done. Yeah. Um, and just look back on it and uh, lessons we could learn because. I still make mistakes all the time. Don't they? Um, and generally just give you an idea of you know how things are going. Um, in the future, we will be looking at uh, more into delayed onset muscle soreness, or mm-hmm. DOMS. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we've got uh, going into dieting, um, into protein, loads of stuff. It's, loads of stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and as I say to everybody as well, if, you're, if you've got anything that you feel that you want to know more about, you'd like a podcast on as well, just chat to us. Again, we've yeah. got, I mentioned it beforehand, but we're going to mention it again. Go on Twitter, at Beer and Biceps Pod. Go onto the Facebook page, Beer and Biceps. Just click follow, we'll add you in. Um, go on... Instagram, if you just want to look at pictures of beer, uh, which is at beer and Which uh, I have fucking hundreds. I've got like a year and a half content doing every single day. But (laughs) even if you follow us on Twitter or anything like that as well, you can direct message us from those parts. So if you go on the Facebook, direct message us as well. And just let us know what questions you've got and we're we're happy to answer them and uh, go through them all. Uh, And again, tell your friends... Subscribe, iTunes. Definitely subscribe. We're trying to hit a certain number of uh, subscriptions... And that would be amazing. And also, yeah. that means that you just it just falls into your um, iTunes podcast. Absolutely, players, you know. just sit down and listen. Um, what were we at there? Hundred, hundred listeners. Hundred listeners. Hundred and seventeen listeners. Hundred and seventeen listeners. And to every single one of you, God bless you. Yeah. I love you. I'm. Certainly, that's just my mum downloading it hundred and seventeen times. But <laughs> I di- love you. Different pseudonyms. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, no, I, I I lift my beer glass to you, and thank you very much uh, for the continued support. So um, I probably should be finishing here because we need to finish these beers. Um, but just to say thanks very much, guys. Um, and it's I don't know. Goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Have a very good day or evening. Thank you, guys.